Actually, it's like having a threesome with you and two hamburgers. All right. Welcome to the Avant Card Show, a premier podcast that focuses on the more casual aspects of our favorite game, Magic the Gathering. Anything you may learn that is useful in a competitive tournament environment is purely accidental. And if I had the ability to come up with something witty each week, I wouldn't have to read this paragraph. Hey, that's not funny. Who put that in there? <laughs> our sponsor this week is IKEA, makers of shit that's hard to put together. And I'm your host, Christian. And I'm here with my uh, usual wonderful hosts, Brian and Debbie. And we have a special hey. guest. Uh, Chris Lansdell. So, how are you guys doing? What's up? Um, uh, in alphabetical order, what's up, B? For Brian, uh, not a lot. Hmm. Uh, this this weekend has been surprisingly uh, uh, free of uh, anything Excitement? except yard work. <laughs> yeah, a lot of yard work. Oh wow! Uh, Devoid of magic content. Yeah, pretty much. Even I did though... like our podcast. <laughs> His weekend has as much magic in it as our podcast. So, so, so Friday, uh, no Saturday, mm-hmm. right? Uh, my wife informs me that there's a giant uh, fire ant nest mound outside by the pool. Yeah, so exactly. I go out there. I get I get the fire ant killer and the stuff like that. And I, you know, I put it down and I water it in and I do everything like that. And you kind of see him crawling around and screaming and whatever. <laughs> so the next day. I go out to check on them, and what they have done is, overnight, they shifted about four feet to the left. like the Away from the poison? Everything. Yeah, away from the poison. So I was like, damn it, so I get more poison out, do this thing <laughs> again, and, you know, do a larger area. I figure maybe, you know, like a circle-type thing to keep them contained. I don't know. I figure maybe... <laughs> Trying to use psychology against ants. Yeah, against the ants, right? And so I was like, haha, I got them. And then this, uh, then today I go out and I check the two mounds and both the mounds are fine. Well, turns out that they went down and around the corner wow. and built a whole brand new, and I'm like, son of a bitch, these <laughs> things. Now, now I'm thinking if I can just kill them and chase them into the neighbor's yard. Then oh, there, yeah, move them it. over foot by foot until they're in the neighbor's yard. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then. <laughs> Game over. I'm done with them. You know, I think what they do is they have a they have a, a whole intricate uh, place under the ground, and if you mess with one of the entrances, they just dig straight up from one of the other caverns, and then there you go. Like, I don't think they come all the way out and then dig a whole new place, you know? I think they have, like, just a bunch of different places. Like, 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 the nest is, like, yards across, but that's just one of the holes that they... I have systematically done several several square yards of, of <laughs> ant killing. Maybe you should use ant killer that works. Well, <laughs> see, today I actually went out and bought a completely different kind of ant killer because I'm like, this crap's Brand. not working. And apparently, now I had fire ant killer before, there is regular ant killer and then there's fire ant killer because apparently fire ants are more resistant to the either that or they're just trying to get me to spend more money. Four more dollars. Either either those ants are really hardy sons of bitches or corporations just trying to steal some of my money. <laughs> That's how they get you. <laughs> why why can't it be both? I mean seems well, reasonable. <laughs> so 
Yeah. So, uh, so right now it's, it's basically, it's a, it's been a weekend of, uh, Fire Ants, Fire Ants 3, Brian 0. We'll, uh, we'll reassess the score tomorrow. <laughs> nice. Well, sounds like you had a very exciting. Well, I've lost every battle so far, but I'm going to win this war. Nice. We're behind you. So, Debbie Deb. Yo. How is the smaller person, the new person that you uh, have summoned lately, recently? Baby cough is good. Yeah? Um, I've just been dealing with a, a move, which is obviously not the brightest idea on top of dealing with a two-week-old. So. <laughs> Was it you guys got together and said, you know what, this isn't, this isn't, uh, this is too easy, having a, yeah, having a two-week-old. Yeah, this is too easy. This isn't stressful enough to, like, not yeah. ever get any sleep and have to, to kick deal it with up a new person. Like, yeah, they... It always has something wrong with her and she can't really tell you what it is. And so I think on top of that, we should just move. I think it would be kind of creepy if she was able to tell you what was wrong with her. <laughs> yeah, probably. Like less than a month old. It was like, I wish this me, pillow mommy. was softer, mother. Mommy, my diaper needs a changing. She's <laughs> uh, <laughs> exactly. like, whoa. And then you say it again, and then you had a British accent because everything's creepy. Right, right, right. <laughs> the kid's got a British accent. <laughs> That's chilly. <laughs> oh wait, yeah, we have a British person on the show. What? I said the children are creepier. Oh, with British accent. Not a child. Well, what about Australia? Do you look anything like Stewie Griffin? You know, Chris. Chris, it probably stems from everyone in the Empire. You ruin it. <laughs> you ruined. You ruined. Like, if you watch Star Wars, everybody that's bad has a has a British accent. So maybe everybody thinks that. Uh, yeah, Eddie Izzard actually addresses that in uh, one of his stand-ups. Oh yeah, that, that might be where I got it. He's effing hilarious, Eddie Izzard. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I've seen him live. It's the oh, rebel, yeah? sir. They're it's here. The <laughs> I think they want tea. <laughs> I did. I saw him live, and last time I went to London, I saw him live, and it was amazing. Cool. I just saw uh, the one that I actually saw because seeing it, I mean, he he's a really good comedian. And then if you see him, you notice that he cross dresses, which I didn't know because I had only heard MP3s oh. of him. Oh, okay. I was gonna say if you actually seen the videos, it'd be kind of hard to miss that he cross dresses. <laughs> right, right, right. I watched one of the videos. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I he's guess he was playing. Him, huh? He's an executive transvestite. Executive? Executive transvestite? Yeah, he likes to draw the he likes to draw the line between weirdo transvestites and executive transvestites and oh. he's an executive transvestite. Elaborate. Whereas, good good taste. You have to close. Yeah, you have to watch it. I'll have to I'll paste the clip. I I'll paste the clip. The weirdo transvestites are the ones who like they live in a cave and then I guess. you have to you have to get them to come out, and then once they come out, you find, like, a stash of women's shoes, and everybody's like, oh, well, that explains it, because he's a transvestite, and Eddie Izzard says, no, that's a weirdo transvestite, and then you have Eddie Izzard transvestite, which is executive. Which now, is just a regular dude, but world, just... Regular dude, wears high heels and makeup. Yeah. There you go. Well, we figured that one out. So, yeah, so you get, uh, over the weekend, you had baby, baby business and moving business? That is Sounds pretty much exciting. Fun. Boy, we yes. have we have some awesome lives. Yeah, we're just abort. It's it's called adulthood. <laughs> adulthood. I know it that sucks. Uh, to all of our young yeah. listeners, play as much magic as you can. Yeah, play <laughs> magic and just hold on to your childhood. Yeah. I've been hold getting I've been getting so much information flooding to me from people at Pro, at GP Providence. 
mm-hmm. so much. And they're all like, hey, Brian, what are you, you know, you're not here. We miss you, blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's what are you doing? It's like, I'm killing ants. And they're like, sucks to be you. We're drinking. Yeah. <laughs> and killing Eldrazis. Killing Drazzies. Oh, it's legacy. It's, uh, Providence is legacy. So there's lots oh, of, all the cards that we play with are out there. Yeah. So, um, Chris, how are you? This is our, this is our, um, occasional, uh, special guest. Uh, I was going to say, I don't qualify as special anymore, do I? I wonder. Well, how many times do you have to be on the Maybe not in that sense of the word, but. I'm, I'm the camp bed that you pull out and and unfold Mm. Thanksgiving and Christmas when you have extra guests staying. Ah, the inflatable mattress. Uh, well, if I inflate too much more, he's, he's the he's the, the the futon with the food stains on it. At least you hope they're food stains. <laughs> and that's only the ones you can see without the ultraviolet. <laughs> nice. But uh, I I would like to announce that I am officially a level zero point five judge. Oh, wow! That's the rules advisor. Can you be proud I of did, that? I did. Yes. Woo. Yay, so now I know half as much as Debbie and a quarter as much as Brian. <laughs> I don't really think it's like a linear scale like that, but I'll accept that. I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm – maybe, you know, half as much as me and tenth as much as Brian. <laughs> Brian is a lot. Oh, we were uh, – <laughs> What's an up, Keith? Oh, oh, please, please stop. Please. Yeah. <laughs> so, listeners, Brian just so... Brian has a lot of stuff because he's been around for like 80 years to learn it. There you go. <laughs> me, me, me and uh, little little Richie Garfield were uh, playing with magic cards in the spokes of our, of our big wheels. <laughs> Back in the day. Just so our listeners know uh, how much uh, meaningless or use, useless knowledge, magic knowledge, that, uh, that Brian and I have accumulated... Um, for our main topic, which we will reveal soon, um, we were talking about uh, creature types, and Brian and I were saw that there was a list uh, with a number of how many aurochs there were, and uh, we saw that there was three, and we knew that there was four, and uh, that's a dork. So I think we, I think we uh, have reached that although, level. Although we did get blown out on Asquatch being a donkey lord. Yeah, we There's didn't, no we didn't lord. foresee but that coming. How could be one lord? There's no... <laughs> oh, uncards. Damn you, Asquatch. <laughs> I'm pretty damn sure you, that Asquatch. damn you, Asquatch has never been uttered in yeah. civilized society. <laughs> damn you, Asquatch. <laughs> damn you to hell. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, so Chris, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Mr. Lansdale. Yes. I... Understand, and I'm going to feign surprise as I have the other two times. I understand that you are on a podcast called Why? Called the uh, Horse in Motion. Is that oh, horse? That that's almost accurate. That's almost accurate. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's horse with lotion. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite kind. Like... Need no lotion. No, we just go dry. Um, <laughs> but more commotion. <laughs> well, there was a horror on it on episode eight. Uh, some Brian guy, actually. Oh, oh really? Oh. but yes, horde of notions. It's it's a podcast. <laughs> it's a pod. Is, is that the catchphrase right after your uh, title? I, I horde of notions. Right now, it is a podcast. If I was getting paid for sex, I would not be on this podcast right now. <laughs> Just say it. No, you'd be starving to death. 
he didn't say I was charging for it. Said if I was getting paid. You know, You'd be busy starving money. to death. <laughs> Chris, that was officially the funniest thing I've ever uh, heard. Of <laughs> awesome. I'll, I'll accept that. <laughs> it was pretty funny, you gotta admit. It's funny because it's true. When people make fun of you, or you know, any of us, uh, if it's funny, then it's like, oh, okay, I'll let that one go. Ooh, uh, a high tide. So, yes. Um, glad to hear that you guys are doing well. And uh, how much is a, a high tide worth nowadays, the, the uh, Fallen Empire's version? If there are more than one version. Yeah. Might be a buck fifty now. Because, I mean, you hear about it all about, you know, legacies coming up and being more and more popular, and it's a... What, what you don't understand... Yeah. Kristen, I think, is High Tide, along with him to Torok, are, like, far and away, like, 50 times more expensive than the next most valuable card in Fallen Empire. <laughs> yeah. But Fallen Empires had a much higher total set value than Homelands. Really? Quick, name three cards from Homelands. Uh, uh, Apocalypse oh. Chime, Grandmother Sanger, and a Vampire... Uh, Autumn Willow. Oh, okay, damn. Joven Ferrets? Is that Homelands? Ananaba. I forgot what podcast I was on. I should have asked, like, the <laughs> A-team or something. They wouldn't have had a clue. And Black Carriage. <laughs> those are also, like, the set with all those crappy Trilands, too. Like, uh, oh, Singer like School of the Unseen and... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> those are horrible. <laughs> it's like... But him to Tarak and... Uh, Azur, what is it, that Abbott? That le- that random 2-5 legend Abbott? guy that yeah. looks like a... Uh, I'm not Fire Tuck. <laughs> yeah, so, there we go, Fire Tuck. Yeah. So um, he looks like Paris from uh, Game of Thrones. Mm. That's a good show. It is. It I, has boobies. I can watch the intro for that, just where they've got like all the little mechanical pieces coming out, like a crazy pop-up book. Mm-hmm. I can just sit and watch that for hours. <laughs> you have heard the metal version of that, right? I have. And okay gonna say nice yeah it is a good show remember that game with the cards (laughs) you mean with the thrones the thrones of the cards which game there was a card game made of game of thrones yeah there is i have it is it called the game of cards is it as complicated as the books i don't know it's still wrapped in plastic (laughs) (laughs) everyone everyone time they okay spoiler alert guys actually i can't because it's probably like next episode or so Yes, it is next yeah, don't, episode. Oh, yeah, don't. Because you read the book, so you know. Oh. No, I haven't uh, I haven't opened it yet because I got it since my last game night, so. Oh. I'll do it. The next game night I have, I will play it, and I'll let you guys know how it is. Here's, here's the thing. Like, watching that show, I'm like, I didn't watch last night's episode, so I'm a, I'm a week behind. But I tell you, like, just watching it, like, knowing what's coming up, it's it's like, I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch. I have to watch. I don't want to watch. Because <laughs> you're just... Yeah, because you know how the decisions that they're making are going to turn out. Yeah, like you, every decision, you're like, no, oh my, no, don't, oh, you're so stupid, but not, and, oh. But you don't know it yet. But you don't know you, oh, what's going to happen to you? And then three months later, you're going to be really unhappy. With that decision? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Oh, it's just going to be miserable. So, so I was in Ottawa last week, and I went to a card store, but mm-hmm. it was closed. 
card store closed at six o'clock in the evening. What sort of a freaking card store closes at six o'clock in the evening? I ask you. Which one was it? Uh, the comic shop. Oh, well. What day? I'm sorry. Not which. What, uh, what day was it? Is the question I meant to ask. Uh, yeah, I was like, are you familiar with uh, Eastern? If it's an ah, uh, wait, comic shops don't they get like their comic books on like Tuesday or Wednesday? I mean, maybe they close early on that day because Wednesday is going to be such a, a busy. Yeah, that's what it is. So they close early on Tuesdays because Wednesdays they have to come in early to get all their stock and stuff because that's the day their stuff's delivered. I thought they were all, they, all all comic books came out on Tuesdays. Then no, I don't think so. Like the store I worked at, at least when it was, uh, I thought Wednesdays was New Comic Book Day. Maybe they changed the uh, schedule since the sixties. <laughs> since the sixties. <laughs> All right, here we go. New Comic Book Day. Well, we have a great show lined up for you today, and um, this is one of my favorite kind of topics uh, to talk about, and it's one that um, I'm. Sh- Hello? There is no Christian. Damn it. Oh, there that is no mute Christian button is a son of a gun. <laughs> there is no Christian, only Zool. What about a spoon? Is there a spoon? Uh, when, when did I... When did I I'm going to write down this time. It's one of your favorite topics, you said. And then oh, so it was through. recently. Okay. It's a new okay. comic book day moving to Tuesday, April of last year. So oh, they're, they are considering moving New Comic Book Day from Wednesday to Tuesday. Is that an old article, and now they have switched it? I don't think they have. So, well, we do have a uh, wonderful show for you, as we always do. And, um, yeah, we uh, a couple of, uh, about a year ago, we, we had the idea to do um, a games where, at our, at our multiplayer casual uh, play group, where everybody was to build a type of tribal deck, and we'll bring it in and we'll all play it. But the thing is, everybody already had all the major tribes, like goblins and whatever, dragons and those types, and uh, and giblins. And uh, we wanted to build something, but we didn't want to play with all the tribes that had been so overused, um, because they are, you know, not only super powerful, um, which is good, which is what you would want to play. But we thought that it would be more creative, and we get more use out of the other cards that you have, and it would, and it would impose a restriction that would require creativity to make a really good deck. So we came up with uh, C-class tribes. Now we consider the classes to be um, broken down into A, B, and C because your most powerful ones, your goblins, and your and your uh, at the time, Kifkins, Knights, things like that, things that you'd see competitively uh, are obviously A-class. And then B-class are ones that would be easy to make them super powerful, and they would still be pretty easy to build, like angels and, um, I don't know, soldiers. Um, But now the C-class tribes would be all the other ones that are out there that are difficult to build, but yet fun to use and would require... Uh, some 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 shifty uh, maneuvers to try to make them into actual viable decks, and uh, as a result, we actually came up with some really powerful decks out of those creatures. And those and are the powerful. Tribes. You mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, not well, a casual comp- uh, competitive. Not when, you know, we're when not going to bring them combined Friday against night. each other. Then 
everyone's on the same on a level playing field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not they're not uh they're they're they still want to be pretty competitive. Like your your old mirror deck before they had really good mirrors uh, was pretty awesome, and Pegatron is still one of my favorite decks. But um, but yeah, not not to the level that you would bring them to a Friday Night Magic or anything, but still, you know, they were more powerful than I thought they would be. So anyway, those are the C-Class Tribes, and uh, we thought we would um, talk a little bit about the ones that we've made before and uh, hopefully inspire you all to uh, to try to build some. And if you build some ones that you like, then get on down to uh, our Facebook and let us know. Either you can, If you want to, you can uh, put the deck list in there as a post, or it will be better yet, um, put it in um, uh, tappedout.net which you can type it all in. And the cool thing about that website, I've talked about it before, is that there's a playtest feature where you can hit it and it has a little Java applet open where um, inside the browser. Um, and it uh, allows you to draw the cards, put the cards up there, put right down, change the power and toughness on them and everything. So it's really cool. So anyway, so if you put them on there and give us the link in the Facebook, we'll be able to go right to it. Like if you look on ours, I, I just built a Kemba EDH deck and I put it up on... Uh, put it in tapped out and then I put the link on our Facebook so you can click on it and check it out, play test it, see what's in it and it has a little pie chart with you know the mana breakdown and all that kind of stuff so so anyway um, here are some decks that we have built over the years and also uh, recently and uh, Chris Lansdell who has had approximately 35 minutes to think about <laughs> building one of these decks, we're going to get his uh, idea, he already actually has an idea of what he's going to build and uh, I think you should go first. <laughs> well, nothing like dropping me in the deep end. <laughs> oh, thought you'd like that. Insult him some more. He likes it. <laughs> oh, uh, just oh. to give you, just to give you, your listeners more of an idea. Um, there, you know, the normal um, uh, creature types that there are, but there's also like rebels, uh, like vampires. Now is like at least a B. Um, but there's archers, rats, avatars, cavus, mercenaries, demons, hounds, lizards, minions, all kinds of really cool. Uh, and and the other the other way that we pretty much figure whether it's a C class tribe or not is there's probably no lord. And a lord is a is an old school term when they used to be um, a creature type of lord, which would be a creature that gives all that one kind plus one plus one. Like uh, Lord of Atlantis is a good example because he actually has lord in his name. But he used to be Lord, uh, Legendary Lord or whatever, and now he's um, Legendary Merfolk. And uh, so if it has one of those, it's probably a supported tribe and not like a Soltari or a Unicorn or a Crocodile. And uh, so that's pretty much it. Brian, do you think I missed the pretty much lay it out? Did I skip anything? Sure. Sorry, I zoned. I was making comments on your oh. Kimba EDH deck. <clears throat> oh, okay. I was just every now and then I was like crocodile, lizards, <laughs> uh, sand. And A crocodile deck would be pretty cool. Yep, yep. Those are all creatures. And uh, <laughs> yes, so um, yeah, Chris, if you don't want to go first, I have one set up. You want me to? You want me to go? I'm ready to rock and roll because ah, I'm just we could that damn good <laughs> and modest too. Yes, I'm the most modest person you'll ever meet. Mm. It's there true. Is it? No. Not I really. don't know. I met no. a dude in India okay. who was pretty modest. There was... is a house in New Orleans. Yeah. They call the Rising Sun. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> so you're probably going to say I cheated, but it is, a, it is a creature type. Okay. I went with 
artifices. Oh. <clears throat> you don't say. You I, I do, do say. What are you doing golems? Yeah, Aren't the deck is called My Precious. <laughs> and it contains four blade splices, four master splices, two wing splices. Two amateur splices. Four, four grand architect. And four master transmuter, and behold, there are your twenty. What's the creature type? Human artificer. Artificer. They're all human artificers. A R T I F. Artifice. A R T E. Just A R T I F I C E R. A R T I. And then I figured, since I had the golem theme going, I might as well throw in a few golems. So I went with two trans guild couriers, two emblazoned golems. And two walking archive, which is super secret tech. Super secret. What's yes. up? Your super secret tech? Walking archive. Uh, nice. He's a golem, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And nice. he helps me draw cards. <laughs> he does help you <laughs> draw and cards. And to, uh, to abuse the splicer mechanic, I threw in three Venser, four momentary blink, and four curfew. And then I threw some concentrates in there to draw more cards. Curfew is a great card. It's return creature you control and creature you don't control to their owner's hands, right? Uh, curfew is each player control uh, returns a creature they control to their owner's hands. Oh, okay, okay. So, so I think I think uh, splicers are like a a tribe du jour now because I think Christian, you've made one. I've put one together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 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 Chris, so how do, how how does yours what what is it? It's just Venser to bounce your splicers. Uh but you have the yeah. uh you had that blue guy in there, the um the Grand, Grand Architect. Architect. Yeah. How does he work in the whole thing? Well I I can turn the, the resulting golems blue to help blue. me cast other golems. Ah. Or to activate the walking archive to put more uh, counters on it to draw more oh. cards. Nice. It's walking, walking archive those everybody drawing cards, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Cool. So that's cool. So Christian, how does how does what's uh you also I know that you also made a no guys this is just a I guess a coincidence that Chris uh uh Chris picked this uh that both Christian has a, a splicer deck and then I have one as well and Deb mm. do you have a splicer deck? <laughs> Join the club. Oddly enough, no. <laughs> But there are green ones. There are green splits. Are there new ones? Yes. They're all Then I'd consider it. All there the splices. Are Patrick Harris. <laughs> Whoa. You heard it here first. <laughs> Splicers are in Neil Patrick Harris. Whoa. Hope he gets them removed safely. So you want to. <clears throat> so, Brian, what's in your uh, wallet? No, what's uh, in your... Um, so, mine mine uses a deck. typical Blade Splicer, Master Slicer, Mall's Vital Wing, okay? I, I didn't do, like, the Vigilance guy. Um, He's a little Vigilance. pricey. Expensive um, to cast. What, what prompted me was when I was sorting through the cards, I was like, hey, I have I have four Master Splicers. Or not Master Splicers, it was Blade Splicers, so mm-hmm. let me go ahead and make this. So what I decided, what I added for my wackiness was uh, Urza's Incubator, uh, which is for three mana, it's an artifact. When Urza's Incubator comes into play, choose a creature type. Uh, creature spells of the chosen type cost two less to play. Um, I don't know if this is uh, on the tribal band list, because I didn't actually make this as a tribal deck. Um, 
I use um, tribal being a uh, sanctioned. Um, well, it's not <coughs> sanctioned. It's it's just a format on on MTGO. They have a banned list. Yeah, but um, they they maintain and and legitimize the format. Sure, but it's not sanctioned in like tournament sense. Like you're never going to find a tribal GP or okay. something like that. I see. Um, I run uh, two aura shards. Because I figure, you know, I'll have lots of creatures coming to play. I may destroy an artifact or enchantment. Uh, equilibrium. Whenever <laughs> you successfully cast a creature spell, you may pay one to return. And I'm reading the card text, not the... Right, the right, right. Uh, whenever, so whenever you cast a creature spell, you may pay one to return target creature uh, to its owner's hands. So with Urza's Incubator naming Splicer, or not Splicer, uh, Artificer, then some of these Artificers only cost like one or two mana. Nice. And then the next one, the next uh, tempered steel to make yep. my golems bigger. And then the fun one is wild pear. That's the top oh. of my. <clears throat> uh, because all the uh, all the splicers are one ones. Once once, yeah. So whenever uh, whenever a creature comes into play, <clears throat> your hand, you may search your library for a creature card with the same total power and toughness, and put it into play. So huh. I actually have a few uh, uh, a higher concentration of mall splicers. Than I normally would, which I guess that's the top of the curve, uh, mm. so that I can go and get them with the wild pair, and then I get my two golems, which are going to hopefully be five five tramples or six six trampling for striking flying. Cool. Yep, but then the equilibrium there is definitely there to 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 let me uh, bounce and replay, hopefully multiple, and then there's some ramp, but mm. the goal the goal is. Uh, Turn one, uh, Birds of Paradise. Uh, turn two, uh, uh, Urza's Incubator. And then, like, turn three, uh, uh, you know, like, two Master Splicers or a Master Splicer and a Blade Splicer. You know, just something disgusting. <laughs> nice. Pretty cool. Want to hear mine? Sure. It is... <clears throat> It's got Blade Splicer, it's blue and white, so I don't have any of the green one. I built another one with the green one, but this one seems to be, it uh, works a lot better for me. Uh, Blade Splicer, Master Splicer, which is the plus one, plus one to all golems. Uh, Wing Splicer, which gives them flying. Then I got, um, and then that's it for those. I only have the Blade Splicer, the Master, and the Wing Splicer. I don't have uh, enough to be a tribal. Uh, then the other cards, there's four gold mirrors and two silver mirrors, so, so to ramp up. And because they are um, artifacts, I also have uh, Tempered Steel. So they're decent later on in the game. Um, Glass Dusk Hulk is the other one that there's four of. And he's cool because um, he's a 3-4. Whenever another... Oh, and he's got Cycling too. Uh, whenever another artifact comes into play under your control, Glass Dusk Hulk gets plus one, plus one till end of turn and is unblockable. So you have at least one um, artifact coming into play. And then when it does, he's unblockable. So the problem I had when I was playing against the computer and Forge uh, testing out these decks was that making a lot of golems is good, but if somebody has a lot of defenses, then it's going to be hard to get in there. So I put the wing splicer in there so they all fly. And I got the glasses Hulk who, who winds up doing most of the damage because he, he's always unblockable. So uh, then there's that. And then other than that, <clears throat> uh, Venser... And four momentary blink because it's gets because its flashback is uh, blue, so it's on color. Uh, two ghost ways and two followed footsteps. Um, followed footsteps would be even better on the mall splicer, but 
Um, it's really good on Master Splicer because he says all golems get plus one, plus one. So every turn you get another golem and you get another guy that gives them all plus one, plus one. So that one seemed to be pretty cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's fun. And the Venser is pretty neat because he's always blinking, um, blinking them. So then you can either, uh, block with, and that's the other, you can, you can block with your, uh, mirrors and then blink, or block with all your splices and then just blink them. And then they come into play and give you more golems. So it's pretty neat. The first one that I built had four into the royal and call to heal because they're both there. So with four of each of those, um, their bounce and their card draw. And, uh, so it was pretty good, but then it was, it was just not, um, and it was good because you're doing card draw, which is, which is advantage. And the fact that you could bounce other people's things was a little bit of control, which this deck doesn't have. But, um, so there's lots of different ways to build the goal, the splicers, but it's a fun little tribe. Neat, neat. And Debbie, you don't have a, uh, a splicer deck. Sorry to hear that. No, I don't. But, um, yeah, so what are, uh, so that was, um, that'll be pretty good. Maybe we can play all these, Chris, one day online and then, uh, play our C class tribe decks. Would be pretty Sounds cool. Sounds like fun. Yep. The C class open, we'll call Hot it. Hot splicer on splicer <laughs> action. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, um, Debbie, have you, uh, had time to, to pick a, uh, a tribe? I have. You can go first, though. Okay. Um, or second, as Chris is gone. Um, first before me. First before you. <laughs> the first one to go before Debbie. Um, okay, mine is, uh, which I've, um, might have talked on here before, but it's, uh, Pegatron. So named because it is a Pegasus deck, uh, which I was, th- I was, wanted to find a, a, a fun yet innocuous that would, uh, tribe that would surprise people. And, um, and it's also named uh, Tron because it has the Tron. And the reason the Tron is there is because the card that you ramp up for at the very end is Stormherd, which is eight and two colorless, and put X, one, one, white Pegasus creature tokens with flying into play where X is your life total. Um, so that's beautiful. So there's, a, there's, there's like three of those because it's a while before you can cast them. <clears throat> Okay, so it has all the uh, the normal Pegasus, which are pretty cool. And uh, in M10, they came out with Stormfront Pegasus, which revitalized the deck because uh, it's two mana for a two-one flyer, which is beautiful. Then Pegasus Charger is a is three mana for a two-one flying first strike. And Plated Pegasus is pretty neat from like Time Spiral. Um, it's a white and two colorless flash flying one two. If a spell would deal damage to a creature or player prevent one damage that spell would deal to that creature or player. So that's kind of neat. And uh, then the rest of them is like, um, you know, a couple odds and ends. There's also we- Weathered Wayfarer, which is, um, pay a, uh, he's a 1-1 one, one for 1 white. Uh, his ability is white and tap. Search your library for land card, reveal it, and put it into your hand. Doesn't even say basic land. Nice. Then shuffle your library. Blah, blah, blah. Then the rest is some Thran Dynamos, Oblivion Rings, and um, Solemn Offering, which is a Dishen Chant that gains you four life, which helps whenever you're trying to uh, get the Storm Heard. And then there's Sacred Mesa, which is pretty neat. It's an enchantment, which is just a fun card all around. Um, during your upkeep, sacrifice a Pegasus or bury Sacred Mesa. Uh, pay a white and a colorless. Put a wild Pegasus 
uh, creature token into play as a 1-1 uh, white creature with flying that counts as a pegasus. So that's pretty neat. And then, of course, coat of arms. So it's pretty groovy. I love to play it. And then it's got, like, pearl medallion. White spells cost one less. It's like as much as white ramping as, as there can be, because white's not a very rampy color. But it's pretty neat. Oh, and then that's what the... Uh, so the Weathered Wayfair and the Expedition map go and get the uh, the missing piece of the of the Tron, whichever one you're missing. Pretty Makes cool. Sense. Yeah. And uh, I have another idea, but I will talk about that uh, afterward because I cannot wait to hear Debbie's. Another idea for what? Uh, for another C-Class tribe. Oh, other than Pegasi? Uh, yeah. Other than my Pegasi. Now, mine's a crappy one. Is that okay? Because I thought that was the assignment. Yeah, yeah they're supposed to be crappy. Crap. Okay, it's a just making sure. <laughs> All right. Mine is uh, Elephants. Woo! Woo! Cool. Which is, I don't know. There's some pretty kick-ass elephants. Not, not in my deck. Rogue elephants are pretty <laughs> badass. I went, I went white elephants. Okay. I like went, Ixod, uh, Ixod, or, uh, what are they called? Luxodon. Luxodon. I got, cool. uh, Luxodon Anchorite, which is two white, white, uh, prevent the next two, tap to prevent the next two damage that would be dealt to target creature or player. And then I've got uh, Luxon Gatekeeper, which is two white-white artifacts, creatures, and lands your opponents control under the battlefield tapped. That's pretty cool. Which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Luxon Mystic, which is three white-white and white and tap to tap target creature. And then Luxodon Stalwart, which is has Vigilance. It's a 3-3. Three, three. It's three white-white and uh, one white. Luxodon Stalwart gets plus zero, plus one, so end of turn. And then Luxodon Wayfarer, which is a 1-5 Elephant Monk. Vanilla. Hmm. Yeah, because it's white. It's vanilla and it's white. Um, <laughs> much like and vanilla. And pretty much it. Uh, a Mary of the Sky Ruin, Honor of the Pure, Coat of Arms, Bane Slayers, because I have nothing fly- flying in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and also because I need some lifelink. And then uh, Wall of Omens for card draw, and that's it. It's a really cool. crappy deck, but I think it'd be fun. Neat. As long as everyone else is playing crappy decks, too. Yeah, I mean, the idea is to have one that's really difficult to make it not crappy. <laughs> well, it turns out that Elephants is exactly that tribe. <laughs> there's not a, okay, there's nothing there's nothing combalicious about Elephants. Mm-hmm. What about where um you can, where you can really get like a good interaction going. What's that guy? He looks like an elephant and he gets plus 2 plus 2 for each equipment on him. He is an elephant. It's Alexadon. He's um Punisher on Enforcer. Is that? Yeah, is that it? It's like Enforcer yeah. or Punisher or something. Spell tied Maybe Punisher. No, no, he's talking about someone from Mirrodin. Luxodon Punisher. Uh, Punisher. Yeah, he's an elephant. Plus, yeah. plus two for each equipment attached to it. Oh, I, Frankie I Peanuts. Oh, yeah, Frankie Peanuts is a... Frankie Peanuts is an elephant. <laughs> I had um, Luxodon Punisher in there, but then the problem is because you have to have 20 creatures, there's not a whole lot of room in there for equipment. So, Funny you should mention that. Ha, 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 You could Unless put 16 other cards, is what I usually do. I do 24 lands, 20 creatures, and, and 16 uh, other. That's why I had, I had 24 lands, I have 20 creatures, but then the yeah. other ones are ones that I need that work for everyone, like the Coat of Arms, the Honor of the Pure. I guess I could take right. out the Bane Slayers and put in uh, Bladed Pinions. Right, right. That, it, we'll, we'll do that. 
We'll there you go. Yeah, and then you got a 5-4 flyer or and whatever. And then I'll take out the uh, Deluxe and Wayfarer, which is just that vanilla 1-5. And I'll have I'll have uh, the Bladed Pinions and then that, that Punisher. Yeah. It's still total crap. <laughs> I mean, we've made it better, but but let's not fool ourselves into thinking we've made it good. <laughs> yeah, they don't really have a quirky thing that you can really exploit. Well, they don't. They don't really have. Yeah, they don't have a like an interaction that's fun that you can exploit between multiple elephants. Elephants. That's yeah. because you guys vetoed my two really good tribal C class tribe decks, which was that's because we're jerks. allies. But I was going to do the bad allies, and you guys said no. And or allies. Said, oh. And you guys said no. I can't it, imagine why. <laughs> well, allies are badass. That's why. The first. I was going to do all the, the stupid allies. Oh. And I was going to do all the old, ugly, stupid elves. And that was going to be my good C-class tribe. And you guys said no. Oh. So I had to get shunted to elephants. It was either that or crocodiles. Crocodiles are pretty cool. Or See, I thought you were going to put in some green ones because uh, Rogue Elephant is, is a 3-3 three, three for one green uh, when he comes into play, Sack of Forest. Yeah, the problem with the, I mean, even with the green elephants, like, they all just tend to be smashy face. And so when you're having to put that many just plain smashy face creatures in there, and they don't, most of the green elephants don't really even have additional abilities. Right. Like the white elephants do. Mm -hmm. So. The green elephants are normally, like, real honest to God elephants, whereas. Yeah, exactly. The white elephants are the. (laughs) Honest to God elephants. Well, yeah, as as opposed to as opposed yeah, you to mean the, the pachyderm, humanoid elephants. Yeah, human, yeah, yeah. The green elephants just tend to be huge, trampley creatures, and while that's nice to have, like in an EDH deck or in a, a green ramp deck or something, because you have to have twenty of these creatures in there, mm-hmm. there's just not a lot of room to build another mechanic and then also have your big green smashy facey creatures. Mm, smashy. I don't want my pretty green creatures to think that I'm dissing them because I'm mm. not, but no, you would never do not, that. In a tribal deck. What's the what's the the elephant? There's like a from Arabian Nights. There's like a two two trampling banding elephant. <laughs> War oh, elephant. I, I almost put that one in and I didn't. It's a noble elephant. Nah, there's a trample banding. It's a two two. Noble elephant. Yeah, noble elephant is a two two. It's white. It's got trample and banding. Oh yeah, I remember that from Mirage. Oh, I'm thinking. Well, I'm thinking of War Elephant, which is. Two two trample banding from Arabian <laughs> Night. So wait, so wait, they did they they reprinted it. There's a there's a. How much is a, What's the cost on? Uh, on three and three and one white. Yeah, there's three and one white. There's noble elephant. Really? So you can run yeah. eight war elephants. <laughs> See, I, I almost did that. See, aren't you guys glad you're listening to our podcast? You would have known that. I almost put that in because I figured that if we're going with the theme of crappiness, that banding just fits in there perfectly. Not, <laughs> not crappy. banding before then. I have. Brian says banding is really good. Banding is actually, if you if you incorporate it solidly into your deck, it... It makes it very hard to uh, for someone to to attack into you profitably. Hmm. Quite, especially yeah, when they I'm have those two. And I'm not putting the banding elephants in. You should put the banding elephants in. <laughs> I'm not putting the banding elephants in. I totally put the banding elephants in. Okay, fine. I'll put the banding elephants. Okay, in. Yay! 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 She's not really putting the. <laughs> She's like. I actually am right now. I'm going over to Magic Online where I'm building the stack. Oh. Nice. Wow. They might not be on. Uh, you might have to use just plain old noble elephants. Although you get more street cred for using war elephants. 
No, I'll, I'll build it in paper as well. Definitely. <laughs> Infinite more street cred for war elephants over noble elephants. Yeah. He even looks kind of weird, the, the noble elephant. He looks like... like, he's... He, looks like he looks like some weird armored turtle thing. <laughs> right. He's rearing up like a horse uh, rears up when he's, you know, about or to buck maybe, the guy off the back. don't see is there's a little, there's a little mouse there. As <laughs> when they fight, they rear up and strike out with their front legs. Do they? So yeah. maybe he's rearing up like an elephant. I, I, I just thought there you go. Like, oh, too much, or that guy's going to fall off his back. Uh. You know what why, a good why, one is? Oh, what's that, Chris? Why would you fight an elephant? Where? In the desert. Why? Why oh. would you? <laughs> because you're helpless, and you have to make all the girls' knees weak as you run up the elephants, whatever, <laughs> and the face, and then run down and slide off. and Slide down the, t- the nose and yeah. the trunk. That's why. You know what um, would be Bloom, a, he's so dreamy. a good uh, C-Class tribe would be uh, gargoyles. Well, There's a lot of cool gargoyles. Yeah, you know what else would be cool is making it. Unfortunately, there's only 16 that you could put in the deck, but a Chimera deck. Oh yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Hey Brian, there's three blue gargoyles. Can you name any of them? Uh, they're not blue, but they have blue in them. Uh, the who? Three, three blue <laughs> gargoyles with blue in their cost. None of them are solid blue. They're blue white. Uh, so I'll give you a hint. Would one of them? Uh, there's like an Esper artifact creature, mm-hmm. like a 4-4 four, for four, 4, right? Yes, there that is. is. He's got, got Esper colors. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know one. That's good enough. Uh, Harbor Which, Guardian? Harbor Guardian is the one, yep, yep. There's one more. Mr. He's got Paul a really Ultimate. cool face. Lyrian Gargoyle. <laughs> You're so good, Debbie. I can't I believe know. it. I know. I'm amazing at this game. I know. <laughs> And that and is there are really good ones. And by I know one, I mean I'm on Gatherer. <laughs> yes. But yeah, and then you also have your baseball gargoyle and your uh, granite gargoyle, which is an old favorite of mine. Flying, regenerating, or uh, fire-breathing toughness, if you will. Granite gargoyle. Yeah. It has like the coolest flavor text ever. Did you name Tower Gargoyle? I think uh, that's the artifact. That was the artifact one that he was. One. Oh, okay. It was all like. Yeah. That's a good card. Four for four. Four four flyer for four. Um, Brian, you want to read it off, or I have it up if you want me to read it. I don't know what are we talking about. Well, mo- uh, granite gargoyles. Uh, oh, granite gargoyle. I can't pronounce it. It's like. It's oh, oh, yeah. The author of the Underworld Cookbook, uh, Asperger Naga Knezer. Oh, yeah. He's, Asperger. He's, is that what you said? No, I, I might have. <laughs> I'm trying to pronounce this. It's got like it's actually, twenty characters in it. Yeah, but it's actually pronounced Bob. Bob. <laughs> when Bob was born, he's like, well, not when he was born. He probably went to his mom when he was a teenager. He's like, why has my name got like 20 silent letters in it? She's like, shut up. Bob. Yeah. It doesn't have any Bob. silent letters. It's, well, here we go. As, as, all it's more, as Murano, Mardica, Destina, Koldekar. Yeah. Oh, wow. And Holy shit. His first you... name, when, his, when he gets in trouble and his mom calls his full name, it's like, Holy crap! She starts out, and by the time she's done yelling, she's forgotten why she's angry at him. His name is <laughs> actually uh, Ricky Tiki Tambo Nosa Rambo Cherry Berry Richie Pit Perry Pembo. Whoa. No, that's just Baby Cough's middle name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where did that come from? What is that? Yeah. There's. You guys have never read that book. Apparently not. 
There's a children's book, and it's about this little kid, and his name is Ricky Tiki Tembo, No Saw Rembo, Cherry Bear, Butchie Pit, Perry Pembo, and he falls down the well. Mm-hmm. And his brother, or another kid, I don't remember. Thrown there by running. a teacher that has to write that every day, probably. <laughs> so the, this other kid goes running back into the village, and every time he stops to talk to somebody, they say, what's wrong? And he says, Ricky Tiki Tembo, No Saw Rembo, Cherry Bear, Rich Pit, Perry Pembo, but down the well. And the problem is, by the time he gets back, he's had to say the name so many times, the kid's dead. When this is a kid's book? book? So they named the next, they named the next kid Bob. This is a, when you say this is a children's story, is this like a Grimm's fairy tale type story? It is or Grimm's. Or like yeah. Heather has two mommies type era story? <laughs> okay, hold on, I'm thinking. Because I'm thinking, I'm thinking this is surprisingly less hugsy than kids' stories today. Because there's a, this is another one. It says, once upon a time in faraway China, there lived two brothers, one named Sam and one named Tiki Tiki Tembo, No Sarimbo, Hari Kari, Bushki Peri, Pem Do. Hi, Kai, Pom, Pom, Nikki, No, Mino, Don, Baracco. All right. Clearly, this was like World War II or before era. <laughs> clearly. So, it says, okay, so at the very end, so he's like going back, right? So, everybody's having to say this name over and over again. And so, it says, the the final line is, Tiki, Tiki, Tembo, No, Sarimbo, Hari, Kari, Bushki, Peri, Pam, Do. Hi, Kai, Pom, Pom, Nikki, No, Mino, Don, Baracco has fallen into the well, cried the gardener. And then he quickly fetched a ladder and he pulled... That kid, I'm not going to say the name again, from the well, but the poor boy had been in the water so long that he had drowned. And from that time forth, the children have given their children, the Chinese have given their children short names. Wow. So it's why the Chinese give their children short names. Wow. <laughs> Definite, definitely like turn of the century type. Apparently it was originally called the boy with the long name. Uh, for obvious reasons. His name meant the most wonderful thing in the whole wide world. The second born son was called Chang, which meant little or nothing. Oh snap! But then, then the long, long-named kid fell into the well, and then Chang has to explain it to the mother. Wow! All right, I'm gonna buy a copy of this book and I'm gonna bring it to Wednesday Night Magic so you guys can see it. It's pretty funny. Okay. Wow. Nice. All right. Uh, so I need a tribal deck too. You need to tell us yours. Magic, yeah. Yeah, Magic. Also known as Osmorano Mardica de Stinacoldicar. <laughs> there you go. We're wow. going to now call him Ricky Tiki Tembo. The world's name is Ricky Tiki Tembo. They made an homage to this guy in Time Spiral. Um, uh, crap, I can't remember. Let's see here. Uh, they made another guy. I don't remember... I remember his flavor text had the word cookbook in it. Um, oh. Ah, crap. It was, uh, it was, a, it was from Times Harlow. It was like another granite gargoyle type card. Eh, I'm going to have to gather this. Stall. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? So, uh, look the other way. How about the Mets? So, you know, another, um, there's a serpent creature type, which I guess is different than a snake, huh? I guess so. But that's all the sea serpents and the, the crap with island home. Oh, right. Yeah, that's oh, right. With okay. island home and all that. That's right. Yeah, I huge, think. huge guys. It wasn't It wasn't a gargoyle. It was lightning axe. Oh, I found it too. Lightning axe. One red in an instant. Uh, written by the same guy. Uh, a gargoyle's meat can be carved with an ordinary cleaver, but for it, it's uh, petrified. Uh, dot, dot, dot. You need a lightning axe. Yeah, you need a lightning axe. Um, 
So I, I think I found it. Was it Lightning Axe? It is. <laughs> it is Lightning Axe. I still haven't found it yet. I have no idea. Yeah. There's only three three cards with the word cookbook in the flavor text. Uh, <laughs> and granite gargoyle, lightning axe, and saute from uh, Unhinged. Saute deals three and a half damage dark creature or player. Selecting the pop table is key to a good saute. The pinker, the fur, and the hardier the yelp, the more succulent the beeble when you pop it in your... Oh, also by as Morano Mardi Cadastic Deb. Help me out here. Same guy? Yeah, basically. Basically, this guy just liked to eat animals is what I'm getting at. <laughs> there you go. Butcher of Dominaria. <laughs> Gargoyles and beebles. Nasty. He's the right to enjoy a child. <laughs> Swedish chef. First to put her people in the pot. <laughs> All right. Brian's having a lot of fun with this one. I am. I am. All right. So, I, I, uh, on my travel deck, I cheated a bit. Oh. Uh Yes. Uh, I did not, I do not have 20, uh, creatures, creature cards of the type of my tribe because <clears throat> there are no creature cards of the type of my tribe. Mm-hmm. I opted for germ. <laughs> germ? Germ. So instead of creature cards, I went living weapon. Cool. Cheating! Yes. If I hear four batter skull, uh, you're disqualified. Four batter skull! <laughs> disqualified! Two bone horde. What'd you uh, call me? Four, four <laughs> flint husk. Bone horde. Bone horde. <laughs> Two mortar pod, four skin wings, four sickle slicers. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, sorry. Before sickle slicer, what did you say? Skin wing. <laughs> How many? Sorry, say, say the whole thing again. The skin wing. Four skin wing. Oh, four skin wing. There you go. <laughs> Just wanted to clear that one up. Four skin wing. Yeah. <laughs> and bone or board. Some bone board. <laughs> yep, sure. Um, nice. Now, a lot of frogs. Yep. So, now here's the thing. Those are all zero, zero creatures. Now, they get to wear, like, little suits and stuff. Uh, so, obviously, I don't like other people having creatures, so I included four mirror weaves. Nice. So I target one of my little zero zeros, and everybody else's creatures become zero zeros. Hopefully, uh, my little germ guys will be protected by their suits of armor, and they won't die. Cool. Oh, speaking of mirror weave, I have to interrupt your incredibly evil and cheating deck, Brian. All right. (laughs) Cheating. On episode 8 of Horde of Notions, we had the esteemed Noel de Cordova from the Mothership who writes from the lab. Yes. And one of the decks he spoke about was a combo deck that involved Nature's Revolt. I had a look up that. All lands are 2 2 creatures. Yeah. Okay. Contested Warzone. Mm-hmm. Douthy Slayer and Mirror Weave. Okay. Uh, okay, hold on. Now you, now you, done and made me have to get get these cards in front of me. Okay. Anyway, Dalthy Slayer is a two-two shadow for two, basically. Right. Okay. And you know what Mirror Weave does? Yeah. So what he did was attack with a shadow. Yes. And then turned all creatures into contested war zones. So once the Dalthy Slayer dealt damage, he gained control of all the contested war zones on the battlefield. 
Which is all lands and all creatures. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> wow. All right, yeah. Did he swing with them all? And since they all have shot, oh, no. Wait, so what did he mirror weaved? What now? He had an article about that. Wait, he? hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So he mir- when did he do the mirror weave? When the creature was unblocked. Uh, and he turns whenever a creature... Oh, okay, so it's after after declare blockers. Uh, yeah. uh, then he would mirror weave. Okay. Sorry, no, with damage on the stack. Shut <laughs> <laughs> up. He cast a thingy. <clears throat> so, uh, so, okay, so four mirror weave. Um in order to basically do a one-sided Wrath of God. Uh, or take them all. Two Dispatch, because I'm probably going to have Metalcraft. Uh, two Dispense Justice uh, to handle, because um, uh, it's a sacrifice to handle if there's any indestructible creatures out there, which there are occasionally, uh, to get rid of those. Uh, what did you say? Two what Dispense Justice. Dispense Justice. Yes. Uh which is basically it's uh it's you have to sacrifice the uh, one attacking creature right unless you have metal craft and then you have to sacrifice sacrifice two, two. yeah yep. okay. uh, two counter spells for good measure uh, <laughs> one Manriki gusari uh, which is an equipment that you can equip to a creature to tap to allow it to destroy equipment because cool. I don't want other people to have their creatures survive when they become zero zeros <laughs> um. Two spine of Ishaz. Nice. Now, uh, let's see your spine. Why? Why that? Well, when spine of Ishaz enters the battlefield, uh, destroy right. target permanent. Right. Okay. Now. And then, if it goes to the graveyard, instead put it in your hand. Yep. So, uh, what I also have is three master transmuters. <laughs> so it works great with that. Master Transmuter is great because what he can do is he can pull, uh, he can basically reload one of your living weapons. Uh, he can bounce, uh, he can bounce herself back to your hand uh, prior to a mirror weave to protect her. Uh, you can bounce Spine of Ishaw to destroy troublesome permanence. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, uh, it's all around, all around good times. Um, <laughs> then. Uh, was it 11 islands, 11 planes, two academy ruins, in case any of my uh, my guys uh, die. Batter Skull is just a beating. Uh, and then, if necessary, you can, you know, you can just kind of slowly build one big, giant, monstrous germ <laughs> and swing with it. What color is the deck so far? Blue? Uh, it's blue-white. Uh, for a while, I thought about having that... Uh, uh, that was it the the Nightmare Lash guy? Mm-hmm. Uh, Lash Writhe with Swamps. Yeah. And uh, uh, also running... Um, uh, I'm blanking. Uh, Grave Pack? Cause oh, it, right. It, with Grave Pack, it's just like you bounce the equipment with the Master Transmuter, you bounce the equipment, and it leaves like this little this little zero-zero germ like hanging out in midair like uh, Wily e. Coyote for a second. You know, where he's just like, ah! <laughs> and, then, and then he falls and goes... Yeah. Poof. And How's it go again? What's that? <laughs> How does it go? <laughs> it like actually, it kind of sits there for a second, wiggles around, holds up a little sign that yeah. just says, "I'm oh no, zero. I'm a zero. And then well, no, first, first he has check. to look. First he has to look down. 
Right, like he, he won't fall until he realizes. Yeah, until he looks that down he's... and realizes he's in midair. And so, something he's having has to drop too. Like he has to be holding something and then drop it, and then when he does the look down, you just see the little thing just fall. Yeah, fall towards the earth, towards the desert floor. And he holds up a sign. Brian, if you were using um, Grix's colors, I would say use Mishra Artificer Prodigy, <clears throat> which is a 4-4 for 4, which is Grix's color and then a colorless. Uh, when you play an artifact spell, you may search your graveyard hand or library for a card with the same name as that spell and put it into play. If you search your library this way, you shuffle it. So then that way, whenever you put one of your um, equipment, living weapons in play, instead you put two. And then when you get the spine of his Shah, then you kill two permanents, which is pretty cool. Sure, sure. But well, right not, now, there's no, there's no red or black. There's no red or black, yeah. Right. It's just, it's just straight uh, Plains Islands. But that is definitely a direction that can go, uh, that you can go. Um, there's also a Mycosynth, I think Mycosynth Wellspring in the new set, where it's just for two mana. When it, uh, when it comes into play and when it goes to the graveyard, you get to uh, search for a basic land. So you can, mm. you can do that. Uh, I mean, granted, you would just be doing the bounce part, uh, just putting it into play, but um, I, I think I think the the mirror weave is uh, <laughs> the one-sided wrath. I mean, you do that at an instant speed at the end of, you know, the guy to your right his turn, and then you just swing. And <laughs> Should should be good. Should be good. I mean, you can you can definitely, I mean, if you want to be like really... You swing, you swing how? You just swing. <laughs> you swing... No, that's not what it was. <laughs> well, what it Don't be trying to say it differently. <laughs> Blah. Yeah. Is that how I said it? And then go. you swing. <laughs> you could be master transmitter. You could do other crazy things. Like you could do intruder alarm. And <laughs> <laughs> the um, most combo-rific card. Well, I mean, and then you would need something else that actually cares about uh, uh, an artifact coming into play. Um, right. But, man. Lots of stuff. Like, if you had that, and, like, if you just went blue-black and went grave-packed, which I was considering, you could just sit there and, you know, as much blue as you have, just, you know, bounce, you know, play a dude, bounce him, play a dude, bounce him, and then just, you know, cause everybody to sacrifice all their creatures. Pretty cool. Yeah. Because it'd be bouncy-bounce. It would be bouncy-bounce. It, it would be. I tried to build an assassin uh, as a tribe, but they don't they don't work with each other. They all kill creatures, but they just do silly stuff. Fungus is a good one. But then well, you're just part of the problem is deck. that if, if there's any sort of synergy or interaction, then it's no longer a C-class drive. <laughs> and so... Well, it doesn't have to be shitty. They have some, they have some cool ones, like... Well, yeah, fungus, definitely, fungus is definitely at least a B-class, possibly well, even Well, that's the thing, because every, t- every yeah. time you say, oh, well, that tribe is a C-class, and then you realize, oh, no, it has this really great interaction that makes it like somewhat semi-competitive, then it just automatically becomes a B-class. So, by definition, the C-class tribes are all total crap. Um, well, I don't know. Illusions and well, illusions are definitely uh, not... Illusions are pretty bad. There's like one so guy... So can it be bad and yes. still... Oh, star, what? star, what is he? Uh, Cro- Cro- Krovican Mist. Krovican Mist. Yeah, Ixadron okay. is funny. Ixadron is awesome. Is there any way to make a wolf, a wolf tribal dra- deck? Absolutely. Sure. I like wolves. And you could use the dire wolf in, the, in honor of the Game of Thrones. Winter That's... is coming. Winter is coming. And there's tundra, there's tundra wolf for the uh, the albino. 
the albino wolf. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> albino. There's Watch Wolf is a great card. There is Watch Wolf, yes. Yeah. yeah, you can do a wolf deck easy and then put the sort of... And then, uh, uh, body and mind and make put on your Ed Hardy shirt with the little rhinestones. <laughs> <laughs> then, then you'd have to call it the douchebag deck. What about a lizard deck? <laughs> There's some fire breathing lizards, aren't there? Spider <laughs> lizards. <laughs> you'd have to put the full skin wing in there again, wouldn't you? Skeeter, <laughs> <laughs> skin wing. <laughs> I wonder if they named it that because people would say it. If you're going to make a lizard deck, you have to put choke in there. (laughs) It's in my chicken deck. (laughs) No, you don't. You just relax your throat a little bit. (laughs) Yes. Awesome. Choke is is not an auto-include. Hey, look, it's it's the Civic Sky Swallower. (laughs) <laughs> I, guess, oh, I, guess, wow. I guess you'll be taking all the gut shots then in the draft, please. <laughs> oh, man. You're coming up with these too quickly. The throat. <laughs> Go for the throat. Wow. <laughs> so, so, you so I have an extra magic question here. Oh, we well, I guess we have time for that. No, just, Chris, Chris doesn't have to see you, like, every week, so he can, he can do all this and not, like... And not have it be awkward on Wednesdays. It's awkward on Wednesdays. <laughs> What's your question? Okay, then? actual question. So, basically, all of the ones that have hundreds are just automatically going to be A-class tribes, right? I was looking at that to see whether... Like the, the humans, are. wizards, soldiers, warriors... Beast, elemental, elemental spirits, elemental. probably, because you're going to find ones class. that are just super dope. All the way down to, like, merfolk horror? No, horror. Say, like, ro- rogue is pretty okay. Horror is... Horror is kind of weird, because I think that's back in the old days where they like they kind of wanted to have demons, but they were kind of scared to have demons, you know, as a yeah. creature type. They just made a lot of things horrors. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of the newer um, infect creatures are horrors, like uh, yeah. Scrumming Bird and a bunch of the other ones. So actually, there's a bunch of more horrors now than there were. So now so basically it's all of all of those creature types where there's hundreds and hundreds of them, they're going to be A class because. It's just there's so much. There's just so many that you can pick yeah. something. Here's an interesting point, though. There's over a thousand humans, and they don't have a lord. They, they've actually, in some articles, they've said that they're kind of wary about doing making human lords, and like, like they don't want creature cards where it's like sacrifice a human to give all your other humans plus one. Plus one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would yeah, be no, awesome. I don't want to do that. Uh, oh, a druid deck make, would be cool. And then they should make sacrifice babies, so they should have like human. Babies. <laughs> They should have a creature type that's baby. Wow! Wow! So yeah, I'd probably I'd probably say just looking looking at the tribes, I'd probably say once you start getting around like a hundred sixties. Oh, the sixties. Well, I mean, you look like slivers have seventy four slivers. Okay, well, slivers have a lot different because slivers are like the biggest synergy that ever was. Right, but you also have uh, like when you start getting you have cats. There's a lot of cards with cat synergies. Uh, giant, but there's some insects and. So you're saying below 60s, like the Drake. I'd probably say like getting around, like worms and scouts and stuff like that. Yeah, anything below below worms and scouts. 
Yeah, I would I would say that angels are probably B as opposed to A, simply because they don't have a lord and they're expensive. Uh, but there's a lot of really good ones. So that then you have fairies at sixty three, but fairies are fairies. Are fairies. And Kithkin. Fairies are you know they're fairies. Construct. <laughs> so you can make mutant. Ooh, mutant. Mm-hmm. I want to make lizards. Does that turn you on? Yeah, the mutants turn me on. <laughs> you're like, ooh, mutants. Uh, yeah, if they're like, what's the blue? Li- oh, hot X Men girl. Like, yeah, like that chick from uh, Total Recall, right? No, the, chick from <laughs> the, the Rebecca, what's her face that used to be married to Uncle Jesse? Romaine. Yeah. And lettuce. Rebecca oh, John. Shifter type. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Mer- uh, Mystique. What's her name? Mystique. Mystique. Yeah. There you go. Hot mutant. There you go. Well, I can see why. Rebecca Romaine. Avatar. It goes in salad. It's Rebecca Romaine. Romaine. No, it's Romjin spelled. It's Rebecca Romaine Stamos, but then she divorced Uncle Jesse. So this is is where we learn mutants in the movies are always hot women. Mutants Mutants in magic are like like orgs and stuff like that. Org with two Gs. Yeah, have you guys noticed that all of the mutants, like, of course this is in every movie, but all of the mutants in X-Men are just hot, male and female. Well, that's, they're all looking. that's one of the mutant powers. Is being yeah. attractive. Being hot. Well, yeah. Like, I want to build a hound. It's a genetic survivability thing. Iceman's uh, not hot. The ugly mutants, their gene dies out. <laughs> Chris is like raising his hand. Iceman's not hot. Who's Iceman? <laughs> the guy from uh, 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 Top Gun. <laughs> oh, him totally too. Val Kilmer. Hello. I don't like Hello. it. Dangerous. It's funny because I and so that's right. I am dangerous. Then I don't. Then he does that bite thing that just. Yep. <laughs> Come on, that was the best movie ever. Hey, uh, Debbie, your dog is one of your dogs is named Slider. Is that uh, yeah, the from the guy in Top Gun? I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> just well, one, one's Maverick, one Slider. What do you think? Oh, Maverick is the other one? Yes. So this one time, I went to a restaurant, and they had Kobe beef sliders. And it was orgasmic. It was like having a threesome with... With with, with a hamburger. With with Miss and two hamburgers. (laughs) (laughs) Threesome, Anne Hathaway, and a hamburger bun. (laughs) That's awesome. Listen, with Anne Hathaway in there, it could be anyone or anything else, and it would still be epic. Actually, it's like having a threesome with you and two hamburgers. (laughs) <laughs> now, Debbie, come on. We agreed to keep your personal fantasies off the podcast. <laughs> That's not a fantasy. I've had a threesome with two hamburgers frequently. And me? <laughs> I never said you. That would be a foursome. Wait, hold on. We need to get our terms defined minute. properly. Uh, well, you know, that's what foreplay means, right? You need three friends. That is true. Yeah, sex between two people is a wonderful thing. Sex between six people is just fucking amazing. So. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that's the old wives' tale. The... No, there ain't no old wives' say. tales in there. <laughs> Don't approve of that. Uh, what about dwarves? See, I'm bringing it in from the from the gangbang to the magic. What about dwarves as a uh, dwarves? dwarves? Right. You have to have two to get. It has to be like you and like four yeah, dwarves. Yeah, like four dwarves. Four, four dwarves to have a threesome. <laughs> so it's by weight, pretty much, is what you're saying. So if vampires only have 46, does that make them a B class? 
B- vampires are very. They've got vampire, vampire nocturnus. Because they had, don't they have lords? And, and then they have a uh, captivating yes. vampire. And they have. But they, they only have forty-six vampires. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm. Some of these are a little. Some of these numbers are a little off. I think Inistrad. No, I think, I think that number's fine. The forty-six is probably accurate. They just. I looked up a uh, druid, and it says, "Oh, it's it's uh, a little bit off." But yeah, I mean, generally. Some of them are crazy off. Some of them might be off a little bit, but like I said, this was a this was a dump of a card list from a while ago, and it's yeah. Listeners, we are going from a list that we uh, compiled from what we could, so we have a a general number, general idea of how many of each creature tribe there are. I wanted apes, barbarians, centaurs. Centaur would be good. Yeah, some of these classes. Christian, why don't you go count every card in Magic and you come up with your list, and then next year when you're done. Let okay, be right back. List. We'll compare it to my list, and then we'll see whether it was worth the time to actually get a correct list. I'll be right back. BRB. <laughs> oh, so this says there are six ninjas. Are there really six ninjas? Because could I really make a ninja deck? There's probably about six ninjas. Yes, I think you could. there might be more. Is there really only six? I'm Let's looking it up. Out. I'm actually looking up Gatherer. Gatherer is the worst the place to look up cards. cards. Everybody's always saying Gatherer is great. It MagicCards.info is is great. A gatherer is a pain. This has a couple more. One, I like two, Star City's search engine. Five, six, seven, eight. This has eight, but still, is that enough? Could I have a... Oh, these yeah. all have ninjutsu. Yeah, you just I need five. Ninja deck. Yeah. You got your ninja deck. You got your booty <laughs> deck. You got your ninja deck. <laughs> ninjutsu deck. That's it. I'm I'm making a ninja, ninja deck. And you're gonna call it the ninja West Virginia West Virginia ninja bomb. deck. And they're all um they're all pretty. Yep. Walker Secret Ways is a They're nice from artwork. that they're from the set with the throwing star. Yep. Uh Betrayers, Betrayers of Kamigawa. There you go. Wait, but there's two sets of the throwing star. Wait, no, one of them has just has white bordered outlines. Okay, it looks like two different symbols, but I don't think they are. No, it's just their color uh, rare versus common uncommon. People have griffin decks. Griffins are all right. There's like a deck you could build with them. What about Kraken? Kraken? Kraken's would be cool. The Kraken. Because then you could use that... uh, that Because then you could say, release the Kraken every time you played a creature. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Quest for Ula's Temple would be a really cool one. Yes. Mike made one of those on the mana pool. Uh, several episodes yeah. back, and apparently it was uh, a Kraken quite, deck. Quite fun. A quest for Ula's Temple deck. Mm-hmm. Oh. Which is Kraken's Octopi, Leviathan's, oh, Leviathan's. and uh, Christian's mom. And what about yeah. um, what about Homunculi? <laughs> you can do it. Little 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 Homunculi. Little little Homunculi. There's five, so I just would have to put in every single one. Yeah, and they they kind of suck. No, they don't. They're awesome. They're little homunculi. They're sure. Pretty cool. There's more pirates than I thought. You know, I know, you do- yeah, but I looked at them and they suck because I love pirates and I thought that I would do a pirate deck. And Is, is pirate ship a pirate or did they change it to something weird? I think it's a ship. Um, it's a pirate. I'll tell you. Oh, it's a pirate? It's a human pirate. Pirate ship is human pirate. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes no sense whatsoever. Right, because no. it's the ship. I mean, it's called pirate. Yeah. No, well, ship used to be a type. 
The the problem with the stupid pirates is that all of these pirates are flying and can only block creatures with flying. No, uh, well, uh, some of them. Since when do pirates, I guess? I don't know, but cloud <clears throat> pirates and... Uh, cloud pirates. Rishid on yeah. airship <laughs> and Rishid on brigand and I don't know which other ones. Like, they, what about they booty pirates? Are they on, there? on when you can attack. Like the, These can only block uh, creatures with flying. They're flying, but they can only block flying. And then... There's a couple that can't attack unless the defending player controls an island, and then they all. But there are others. There's one that taps for to draw a card. There's one that can't yeah, be blocked. That Talus researcher. There's two. Yeah. I think there's, so there's two. Some and blocks. there's Ramirez de Pietro. Yes, Pietro, which everybody he, loves. Which I only guess just realized recently realized that that's a dude. Like, I was kind of <laughs> looking at like that could be a chick. I don't know. Yeah. He's he's standing in um, Captain, Captain Morgan, Morgan pose. pose. Yeah. Okay, cool. pirates is a terrible, terrible tribe. You know, just going back to the wolves, you could always use throat wolf. Throat wolf. Yes, it has firstest strike. Firstest. Okay, nobody else knows that rumor. Oh. No, I do. I do. I remember that. Back in the early days of the internet, there Watch. were rumors. There was a rumor that, that there was going to have first to strike that got to strike before all other strikers. But but they did actually end up making a card that did that. Anybody know what it was called? No. Double strike? Uh, no. Um, no. So something didn't know. Crap, it's a red card. Uh, it, it is a red card. It's there's a, a guy, there's Ogre. No, it's like when he attacks, he deals his damage to something. Like right no. attacks. And it's a red card? It's a red creature, obviously. Yeah, it's like There's a lightning-y guy yeah. that does that. It's Talrum oh. Champion. And whenever oh, whenever, attacks, whenever he's blocked by somebody with first strike, they lose first strike. Yeah, that's right. Very elegant way of doing it, if I do say so. Yeah. First is to strike. I wasn't thinking of that. There you go. Uh, now i got to find the guy that I'm thinking of. Isn't like Inferno Elemental or something do that? Deals you three on his way in or whatever. Anyway. I don't know. Well, we are going to have to move on to the rest of our content for this particular episode. But hopefully this gives you plenty of um, ideas for for decks that you guys can build. If you find really good ones, then put them on Facebook. Or really bad ones. Or really bad ones, We actually don't care about the good ones. (laughs) Yeah, the good ones. Yeah, if it's really good, we'll look at it and be like, oh, yeah, it's probably re- really good. <laughs> I want to see, like, Bouncy Frog. Yeah, I want to see, see frogs like, and pirates and ninjas. Unblockable all together. oozes. Yep. I want fringes, frog ninjas. <laughs> frog ninjas? <laughs> fringes? Paddle toads! Paddle toads. Nice. So, yeah, so, um, in our news uh, feature, um, there are some terminology changes when... Uh, for Magic 2012, the next core set, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about why we don't care. Well, it's kind of interesting. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's about it, though. You're so mean. <laughs> horrible. Isn't you're bad, but you're dead inside. What? <laughs> well, Brian, do you care? Wait, no, 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 Chris, do you care? Um, I'm trying to. <laughs> The only way I will care is if Doomblade now says target non-black creature dies. Um, Which it won't say. Why not? It sounds like it would 
Well, let's let's go over it and then. Uh, well, no. Here, here, well, okay. So there, there's there's uh, so what they what they've decided to say is when this card is put into the graveyard from the battlefield, they are changing it to when this card dies. Okay, so only they, for creatures though. It's only for creatures, so you're not going to have anything like when you know when lightning bolt put uh, in the graveyard. Well, not with lightning bolt, but it's like when a permanent. So you're not going to have to worry about uh, like an when this enchantment dies. Oh right. Like, when okay. rancor dies, right. you know. Put it in your back of your hand. Um, so, uh, so they also spoiled the fact that Archon of Justice, which is a very fun uh, EDH card, very popular EDH white EDH card for three yes. white white. Um, Flying when uh, Archon of Justice dies, uh, exile target permanent. Mm-hmm. Now you guys, you guys saw the 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 link that I posted, right in the uh, in the notes. So this was on. Uh, I guess Christian, you probably want to put this in the show notes. This was this was absolutely hilarious. This was, uh, I guess, uh, Ted uh, Knutson Knutson. Yeah. Uh, has a uh, a blog. And so basically he started out just making fun of uh, the Archon of Justice word changes. So he's like, you know, in 2008 it said this, in 2009 I got an Oracle update to say this, and in uh, 2011 it got, it got you know, got updated to say the word dies. And then... Uh, Magic 2012, 2013. Yeah, it says, uh, when this dies, exile target permanent... Uh, so it removed Archon of Justice and just started saying this. Then in 2013, it gets a creature type of good guy, and instead of flying, it gets the ability floaty. When this, and then when this dies, farmerize one. And its quote, flavor text is quotey flavory thingabob. And then in 2014, its, its name is just Archon. It's it's a dude good guy. Instead of flying, it's got wee with its ability is ouch exclamation point arrow poof poof exclamation point and its flavor text is just words. Now what's even funnier about this though is its mana cost in mm-hmm. the corner is three and then those are like I think those are unhinged planes. <laughs> Little pictures of unhinged planes. <laughs> and of course, the uh, the copyright line is hilarious. Oh, I wasn't even. A- I'm not even able to read that on my. Click it, and it will. It will go full size. Nah, my my phone just doesn't have the res. Uh, oh, you have a phone. Yeah, I'm on my phone, dude. Nice. It says, "Don't steal this shit, yo," or something like that. <laughs> nice. Oh. So then, there's that that terminology change, and uh, this one I'm I'm not as happy about. Uh, it's called Hexproof. Uh, cards that used to say this this creature can't be targeted by spells or abilities your opponents control now just says Hexproof. Troll Shroud. Troll, Troll Shroud, right. Yeah. Well, you, it, I guess the I word makes sense. Yeah, because you can't, like, your opponents want to do something to your creature. They want well, because a Hex is a negative spell, basically. Oh, a Hex you. is a spell that's bad. Right, true. Yeah. Well, you see, the problem that people who like to complain about changes have with this is that mm. hex has been traditionally used to mean remove counters from. So they're saying, hexproof doesn't make sense. Why can't we just use Troll Shroud? Because you can't put Troll Shroud on a fucking Beeble. <laughs> Although, good point. Now, now I want to. 
<laughs> Since you made such a big deal about it. Asceticism. Nobody wants to do it. Beebles. On a beeble. Yeah. And then, um, that's pretty much the two changes. Beeble Shroud. Ooh, yeah, I want Beeble Shroud. Oh, dude, we could make a deck and we could call it Justin Beeble. Justin Beebles. And it, and the point is, it's going to be really lame. <laughs> like, it just doesn't in. do anything cool. Just It doesn't do anything, but just sit there and <laughs> cast... But it has up. great hair. Yeah, and it has, and it has uh, Troll Shroud. And great hair. <laughs> troll I shroud. wouldn't know if it has great hair. It has great hair. Does it? Yeah. Come on, it's his trademark. I, I actually saw, uh, what is it, Rebecca Black... On uh, like someone uh, forwarded me through their Facebook, like one of her Twitter things, where someone was like, where she said, "I hear people are calling me a female Justin Bieber. Isn't Justin Bieber the female Justin Bieber?" That's <laughs> that like, pretty funny. <laughs> oh no, you don't want to stop beef with Justin Bieber, yo. He's straight up gangster. He will That's pop a gangster in your ass. That's hilarious. That's funny. <laughs> he'll he'll hit you with his hair. But it's you great hair. I, yeah. Sure, I'll have to believe you. So, so Hexproof, so they, they previewed a card from M12. Um, Dungrove. Dun <laughs> Dun Dung or Grove. Dung Rove. <laughs> uh, uh, two green Hexproof. Dung well. Rove. <laughs> elders. Dungrove, not Dungrove. Dungrove, elders. Hey, you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. How do you know? Yeah, I do. No, you don't. There's no yeah, word Dungrove, so we can call it how we want it. You know what? You can call it Dungrove if you want, but I'm going to go ahead and bet that whoever wrote that did not intend for it to be <laughs> Dungrove. Sure. And the guys at Tunnel Ignis didn't know what was going yes, on. Yes, they did. Right, they right. did. That was obvious. Kitchen Finks. Yeah. Um, okay, Dungrove. <laughs> Grove. Power and toughness are each equal to the number of forests you control. So he's probably a three three in a monocolored deck and And then getting bigger. Getting bigger, getting bigger. And then my Omnath deck, he's gonna be huge. That's what you said. (laughs) And as a returning mechanic, we have Bloodthirst. Blood and now it's like Bloodthirst 2. Now it actually means something. That's cool. It was There was like Bloodthirst X and stuff like that. And there were a few, yeah, which was like, wow. But, uh, yeah, to have and a common with 3-3 Bloodthirst is good. It has been confirmed that there will be vampires with Bloodthirst in the set. You would expect. <laughs> I would hope. I mean, I mean, that does actually make a lot of sense. Well, they didn't they have are. it in in uh, in the Guild yeah. Pact when well, Bloodthirst debuted because it was a grow mechanic. There was no, there was no vampires in baseball. <laughs> <laughs> not during the day games, at least. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> so that's that's a very exciting news. Segment. Oh, uh, League of Their Own, no crying in baseball. Andrew, not Andrew on this show, but the other Andrew at uh, at Con- yeah yeah. I made I made like there's no crying in magic and he was like what are you doing and I was like league of their own he's like I don't understand and I was like is movie about baseball and he's like I don't understand I was like baseball he's like I don't understand movie <laughs> like, base baseball 
Oh, a ball? I don't understand. See, it, it's stuff like that that perpetuates the stereotype of magic players as lifeless, basement-dwelling, neck-bearded Cro-Magnons. <laughs> neck-bearded. Here's the... Th- I hate a yeah. lot of with neck-beards. I know a lot of great people with with very full and luscious neckbeards. <laughs> there's a lot of... Luscious. There's a lot of judges with neckbeards. That's true. To go hand in hand with disproportionate number. <laughs> wow, what if it makes you smarter of a judge? Well, no, it just makes you you just sit there and tilt your head back and just stroke your neck beard <laughs> while you're thinking. Or it's, it's like a... it's like oh, that's a very interesting question. There, let me ponder it for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and I've actually got my head back on. <laughs> You're actually doing it in real life. Yeah, I'm like, hmm, if I had a neck beard, this is what I would be doing. So in other news, there are some spoiled uh, commanders that are going to be in the new commander set, which I and Phil Bon um, go back and forth on Facebook at least once a week, uh, talking about how excited we are about this uh, multiplayer product that's coming out June, June when? 17th. 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 Can't wait. So um, the first uh, one of these three, I'll just take the first one. Skullbriar, the Walking Grave, is a uh, one a of slith. Uh, he's a what? He's a slith. Oh, he's a slith type. Yeah. No, uh, he's not. The, no, no, he's a dervish. They came before the sliths. That's true. <laughs> and by what uh, to tell the listeners what these guys are talking about is whenever you whenever they deal damage, uh, they get a plus one plus one counter, is what the dervishes and uh, sliths do. And um, this guy is a zombie elemental legend, and uh, for a green and a black, he's a haste, 1-1, which already is, is uh, pretty good. He when Skullbrayer the... Huh? He is a haste. He is a haste. Uh, when Skullbrayer the Walking Grave deals combat damage to a player, put a plus one, plus one counter on it, and counters remain on Skullbrayer as it moves to any zone other than a player's hand or library, which is pretty cool, which means when you cast him again... Uh, a la uh, EDH Commander rules, um, he keeps his counters that he previously had. So which, or if that's you kill cool. him and somehow reanimate him out of the graveyard, like not right. even command zone, and that. or you exile him, mm-hmm. um, he gets blinked. Yep, yep. So, that's pretty awesome. So was it An- Andrew uh, <laughs> made mention that he so wants to scar this guy? <laughs> Scar is a Scar is, is an instant that puts a minus one minus one counter, counter. on target creature. <laughs> so basically, it's just like screw that guy. He screw that he, guy. He's never coming back. I mean, he'll he'll come back just to die instantly. Here I am, dude. That's hilarious. I think you just ruined that card what? by telling everybody that's that. That's hilarious. I love it. Nobody plays with Scar, but it is pretty. Well, cool. just anything, you know. Yeah, uh, I give I, I give it persist and then kill it with uh, with cauldron. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Uh, well, can't you just contagion engine it? it? What is it? Yeah, you can look at it. It's a yeah, it's, it's a the one, one that says the counter stay on, right? Yeah, yeah. So you that just sucks. contagion engine it, and then you're it's dead forever. So you would really have to protect that guy, or you just make sure that when he comes in, you give him a counter. Real yeah, quick don't don't block him with an infect creature. Right, right. No wither, no infect. So Brian, you want to take the next one, or one of you guys? Sure. Blue green, that's pretty cool. I'll take I'll take Spock. All right. Okay. <laughs> so his name is Edric, Spymaster of Trest. Uh, nice. For one, 
Uh, well said, Brian. One green blue. He's a legendary creature elf rogue. Uh, two two. All right. So so far not so not so great. But it's uh, whenever a creature deals combat damage to one of your opponents, its controller may draw a card. All right. Very cool. So. Whenever a creature, so it's any any creature deals combat damage to one of your opponents. So it's not you. So what's what's cool about this is yeah. it encourages people to do your dirty work for you. Yes. You know, so all of a sudden, good. Christian, if he mm-hmm. sends someone over uh, a critter over at me, he doesn't get a card. But if he sends it over at, uh, at uh, Mr. Lansdell <laughs> over there, oh, I get your card. So basically, I'm, you're using people's greed against them. And then they just all fight. And then you're getting cards, too, because presumably you're uh, uh, dealing combat damage to your opponents as well. That's awesome. So you become the only person that doesn't have um, the Ophrid. Yeah, it incentivizes people to attack other people. Yeah. yeah, and and I mean he's he's two two. I mean that's it's actually kind of a little. I I don't know if this is like completely non-threatening. I mean, which would you worry about? Would you worry about this guy right here or the mm. Hamletback Gull? You know, the twelve twelve Goliath that's coming at you, or, or the Acroma, or the, yeah, this guy is good in the way that he is worth it to be. You know, you're gonna want to put your Doomblade on somebody else. Like he's probably gonna live because he kind of helps people. So he's a good way to, uh, he's not going to be killed first, which is nice. Yeah. <laughs> the flavor text, he protects himself. I'm not at liberty to reveal my sources, but I can assure you the price on your head is high. <laughs> oh. Sounds like something that dude would say. Sure. All right, here's one more. Who wants it? Sure, I'll take it. This guy's yeah, pretty badass. Chris will take it. I don't like it. <laughs> That's it. what she said. Rubs the lotion on its skin. Actually, this guy looks exactly like somebody who would say it rubs the lotion on his skin. <laughs> Puts the lotion his name basket. is Vishkal, Blood Arbiter. Like, what the hell is a Blood Arbiter? Does he sit there and look at viscous red fluids and say, that is hmm. blood? That's yeah. blood right there. That's that is sure of it. not blood. That one is. That one is. <laughs> that is not. Well, when you have when you have like one one little one like the B positives arguing with the A negatives, this guy steps in and he's like, guys, guys, just. <laughs> Let me just R-bite this bitch real quick. Yeah. Stop arguing about it. Why don't they just call him Blood Biter, since he is a legendary creature of vampire? There you go. Uh-huh. See what I did there? Bitey McBiterson. Uh, what does he do there, Lansdale? Well, he, he costs four, one white, and two black. He has flying, and he has lifelink. You may sacrifice a creature to put X plus one plus one thingies on Vishkal Blood Arbiter, where X is the sacrifice creature's on, stop, power. Stop. Yes? I know what you did. I know why you did it. Continue. What? Thingies? I liked it. Yes, Debbie liked my thingy. I did. I liked his thingies. He has a second ability that says remove all plus one plus one thingies from Vishkal. Target creature gets minus one minus one until end of turn. For each plus one plus one thingy, remove this way. And he is a five five. So you sack something, it gives them, you sack a 5-5, five five, it gives them 5 plus 1 plus 1 thingy counters, and then you can remove all of them to give target creature negative 5, negative 5. Yeah. Now, the thing is with this guy, he has... The thing is... He, 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 he suffers... 
He suffers from a very unfortunate <laughs> disorder in that he costs seven. So the first time he dies, he's going to cost you nine to put back in play. Right, I, yeah. So I like fun. cheaper, I like cheaper legends for EDH. Christian likes them cheap. <laughs> I hate paying too much for a, a lot of good. Are there a lot of good black-white legends, though? Uh, Just those two colors? People use that scion of whoever a lot. Yeah, but I think she's like, she's like the go-to of choice. Like, like, I don't think people use Ghost Council anymore. After now that uh, uh, the rule change, yeah. What rule change? The M10 rules change. When you couldn't stack damage. Oh right, yes, 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 yes. Because that card used to be the balls nuts before. Uh... <laughs> the balls nuts. Balls nuts. <laughs> they do. Wow. How do you think balls make more balls? Duh. I never thought about so, it. There you go. But uh, yeah, he was a really good creature, and then all of a sudden they kind of neutered him. They neutered the balls when uh. Damage no longer stacks. Okay. But yeah. So yeah, so there you go. So I am totally waiting for that to come out on the 17th. Pretty awesome. So yes, so that's that. Uh, We got um, lots of exciting things going on. We're going to... Brian already uh, pre-ordered those commander decks. That was pretty bold. I'm going to have to do the same thing. Yeah. I think they're going to go up in price. I mean, there's no. EDH I just, I up. just got, I just got a. Uh, uh, make sure you get them. Fair. No, I just had a fair amount of store credit from Star City. Oh, cool. Uh, for working the Star City Open. Um, nice. So decided to turn that into a Cut. thing for the show. I figured that that would be. Oh, a, cool. We a, should, um, we should each play one of them, and then report in. Well. Um, so I now have, that you mention it, now that you mention it, uh, <laughs> I have I have already made arrangements for us to have a. Are we going to have an EDH battle? We will have an EDH hey, battle. But Brian, there's five decks and only four of us. <gasps> Whatever <gasps> will we do? Yes. Whatever will we do? Well, this is this is different, Mister Mister Lansdale. This is different than the EDH star monocolor star. Last I am aware last. of that. Yes. Okay. However, yes, that's just going to be dumb. However, uh, <laughs> I'm going to make the worst monocolored EDH deck ever for that contest. It's going to be awesome. So I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to give it away, but I will say that. All right. So here, here are the hints. Here are the hints. Um, uh, it's EDH. Mm-hmm. It's in Florida. I've already figured it out, and I hate you. That's because you're so smart. <laughs> okay. And, you know, given the fact that Dev and I are both judges, we possibly have contacts in the Dutch community. Dutch connections. <laughs> Sounds like a dating service. Yeah. <laughs> Judge connection. Judge connection. <laughs> the sad part is that there's, like, there's, okay, so there's, how many thousands of judges are there, Brian? Um, 2,000 plus or minus. Okay, and all of, like, Eight of those are female, I so any not. I know I'm, <laughs> I'm exaggerating for fun. To make it funnier, I'm exaggerating. So there's all of like seven female judges. So any judge no, connection. Down. It was, by the end of the story, it'll be like Dev mate. It'll be a guy. So any sort of judge connections dating service is going to match like two 
very heterosexual romantic. life partners. Two, two heterosexual life partners. One Maybe of them romantic, and that will be the male. <laughs> <laughs> and his name will be Butch. His name will be Butch, and then the other one will be like the skinny high school kid, Magic Judge, and he'll be the his girl. His name will be Tarquin. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, what are your hobbies? You're like, well, long walks on the beach. Do you have a neck beard? Check. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. We'll match this dude with the neck beard and this dude without. That's yes. how judge connections work. <laughs> That's our website. Awesome. Get on <laughs> I should buy that domain and then po- point it towards our Neckbeards.com. site. <laughs> no, Judge Connections. Ooh, who wants to bet that's actually a website? I'm going to find it. I'm sure it already is. What, neckbeards.com? Yeah. What I like about having a podcast that's not, that's not live it's because whenever we think of a really cool idea of a website domain name, if this was live, there'd be much faster people than me, like, registering it real quick. But now... Really? So you're worried about people registering negbeards.com out hey, from under you? it's a hot commodity. Out from it's under connections. me. See, it's already... already judge yeah. Connections is not taken. It's not? Judge Connections? You should just take it just because it yeah, hasn't I can't been taken. Why. Well, I mean, it's like Ruth Gator, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Clarence Thomas, you know. It's like, hey! That's hot. <laughs> yeah, there's a... I don't understand that. Cool. There's, so, a, yes. there's a closed session I don't want to see. I'm wondering if, if in the iTunes, under the description for our podcast. I wonder if we should mention that we don't always talk about magic. <laughs> we sometimes talk about Clarence Carter or whatever the hell you're talking about. I'm I'm just trying to picture <laughs> I'm just trying to picture a level two female judge and a level one male judge Hot. getting what? busy. Hey now. And the the level two female judge is like that's a game rule violation miss trigger warning. <laughs> <laughs> It could happen. All right. So I can't. <laughs> Arousal lost that. Moving I, on. But I can't. <laughs> oh, so we so we have a game coming up, is what you're saying? Yes. With the five decks. Yes. Hmm, I said decks. <laughs> <laughs> you sure did, Debbie. <laughs> Super hot. When she, says, when she funny, talks about stacks like of cards. Ducks. <laughs> Is that why it's funny? Because it sounds like Microsoft Office documents. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Speaking of Debbie. Miss Trigger. What? I ha- Whoa. What? I don't want to know where this is going. <laughs> no, I was going to say the next topic we have on our topic list says there's a baby moment uh, story that you might share with us. That's all. I do. These guys. I have a baby moment yeah. story. Gosh. I think so. It's right in the in the, um, the script that you probably wrote. I didn't put it in there. I put it in there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, put it, I put it in Sorry, there like thought... four days ago. I figured that probably in the last two weeks there's something. Oh, there, there would be a baby moment? <laughs> yeah, I figured that it's like, well, you know, like I was changing little baby Cobb's diaper and I opened it up and it's like, oh, look, red manna, you know, or something along. <laughs> Or black mana, or whatever. <laughs> she made a gold card. Look at wow. that. Look at that. She's too young to have baby moments. She uh, she eats. She poops. She pees. She cries. She doesn't cry a lot. She sleeps. 
It's nice. Life is simpler then. Baby moment. It actually sounds sounds a fair amount like Koth in the uh, Quest for Karn book. You know? Yeah. I mean, he really basically just kind of like whined and Pete and, <laughs> and ate and... Yeah, there's the, the they have to get a little older before they have fun baby moments, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I I think I remember now uh, Brian, perhaps you can help me with this. Cuz I'm actually in training for a Pokémon tournament and I need someone good to play <laughs> against. Uh, so perhaps I don't know, is there anyone that you know that's uh, that's quite good at Pokémon? Uh surprisingly, uh no I don't. <laughs> oh, really? I Got okay, I got my ass handed to me by my five-year-old daughter yesterday. Uh, and she, Pokemon? She was feeling sick, so I went out because we already had a one Pokemon starter deck. I went out and got another. Yeah, go ahead and try to try to use the excuse of she was. Yeah, feeling yeah, sick. my daughter. Yeah, yeah, like you didn't already have a full set of Pokemon cards. <laughs> so I went under my bed in my shoebox. I, I mean, I went to the store. Tornado deck from Black and White Pokemon, and I went out to Target. And I bought another Union Busters. I went out to Target. He means he went into his closet in that box. Right. Hey, so like Magic has a Target logo on it. uh, Do Magic players put Pokemon's like where where most guys put like the porn magazines between the mattress? (laughs) Players like put the Pokemon cards there. I do see see, uh, when (laughs) when when doing extended. I did see a large number of people when they were when they were using Clefairy as tokens. I don't know what that is. It's a Pokemon. It's a, a Pokemon. But that is because I'm not a Pokemon dork. Like think of Kirby from the Nintendo games, like the big white poof. Yeah. And I'll make it pink, and that's very. <laughs> oh, and give it like a little curl and a bow or something. Nice. Wow. There you okay, go. so continue your story. No, we well, won't lock you anymore. Well. well <laughs> we'll try to. I only got because I don't, I don't think you can really mulligan in Pokemon unless you get. Like, you have no basic Pokemon. So I my opening hand had one, and her opening hand had, like, seven. And then I failed <laughs> to draw any new Pokemon, so she just beat the living snot out of me. And I really haven't read the rules enough to know what happens when you run out of Pokemon. I think you, you lose. So we've just been saying, game over. <laughs> so you get your ass kicked. She's seven now? She's five. And then oh, what did five. she say? She told me, I think she said something along the lines of, it's okay, I'm still a winner. Like, that's why I lost. She's like, you're still a winner. You're still a winner, You're being consoled by your five-year-old. That's awesome. Tell her that he's being condescendingly consoled. (laughs) You're still a winner. Yeah, yeah, don't worry, Dad. She's like, here, here, Daddy, crouch down so that I can pet you on the top of your head and say, it's okay. (laughs) So today, because it was a day off, we played after dinner, and I totally dream crushed. (gasps) Your five-year-old daughter? I mean, I beat her in the game, you know, because she basically had the same, it was the reverse situation. She didn't have Pokemon. And I had, like, the god draw of, like, uh, 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 Professor Hentai. And, uh, (laughs) no, there's a a card called uh, uh, Professor, I don't know what it is, but it's like, discard your hand, draw seven cards. Professor Oak. Uh, I don't know what it is, but it's just... I'm going to kick you off of here. One of the, uh, I heard someone it. refer to it as <laughs> Professor Hentai because it's just such a raping. <laughs> and I, I, also, I mean, like, no, in, in, it's in the game, it's like I cast Professor or whatever it is. I don't call it that, but I got, like, I had, like, five Pokemon, 
and two and uh, and uh, uh, a professor. And it's like so I was able to like vomit my hand out on, <laughs> cast a professor, draw seven, got another professor. You know, energy. You know, energy evolve, evolve, evolve. Um, uh, prof- you know, the professor again evolve, 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 evolve. And you know, this means nothing to us, right? I, uh, yeah, the so time is almost up hey. on the. <laughs> you asked. So you see, it's a kid moment. It kind of fits in our defeating your scene. daughter at Pokemon is is perfectly acceptable. <laughs> But jumping Child up on the table and screaming, yeah, yeah, in your face, in your face. Yeah, that who's was the crossing a line. Now? Who's the winner now? Yeah. So you're, you're talking about That was crossing a line. Yeah. yeah. That, in fact, and definitely don't say who's your daddy because that's yeah. well, psychological I mean, trauma. Oh, I see what you did there. Because you are her daddy. Yeah. I didn't think it was. A, uh, yeah. I get it. it. wasn't a wasn't a complex joke. Yeah. <laughs> so, has anybody got any shout outage? I feel like I should take Andrew's place and do the random random listener. Yes, do a couple random. Does anybody listeners. else have a, a a shout out? Oh, of course, always. But I'll go last. No, no, you go first because mm. I got to go find a random listener. Okay, Jack Noyan and Adina from the Tremendous Horde of Nations podcast. Horde of Notions. See, now you've got to take my <laughs> Wasn't that a video game? We no. made you forget your own podcast name. Yep. Sh- short, shameful confession. I do not own Wait. the Horde of Notions card. Um, so, so you just you just called your old podcast by another podcast's name uh, that you screamed out. Uh, that's pretty hot. Yeah, I know. Uh, Normally, out. screaming out of your lo- the other lover's name uh, to the other lover is uh, bad news, unless they're both there at the same time. Uh, <laughs> T- Tangent and Roberto from Manuscrewed, the other podcast I'm on. I'm just such a podcast whore. Uh, yes, definitely. And and to the guys <laughs> on the A team uh, for making me start listening to podcasts, and to you guys for letting me come back time after time and talk to your list. Time after time. Yeah, I immediately Christian already tortures our listeners quite <laughs> enough. I'll take care of that. <laughs> hey, do they, in, in England, do they listen to uh, uh, Cindy Lauper a lot, as much as we do? Um, and when you say as much as we do, you refer to... Boom, boom, boom. Oh, me. Changing the radio station when she comes on, <laughs> unless we're watching The Goonies. That's like the only time it's acceptable to listen to Cindy Lauper. OMG. It's when The Goonies are on. I love her. If you're listening, Cindy... Don't listen to Brian, he's an asshole. Or maybe old WrestleMania betas. <laughs> maybe. Well, because of Lou Albano? Yeah, is is there any other reason to put up with Cindy Lauper? It's good good music. Or as she's called now, Christina Aguilera. <laughs> Alright, I have a shout out. Okay. Random listener. Nice. Spicer McSpicer. Nice. Cool name too. Mm-hmm. And he went to Starfle- Starfleet Academy. Oh. According to Facebook. And it's, it has to be true because it's on Facebook. It's on Facebook. Yeah. So um, shout out to Spicer, McSpicer. And let's see if we can find a chick. I thought he'd be a chef. Spicer oh, McSpicer? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see Andrew Holder. Herbs and Spicer. Our... Oh, I have a, a special shout out to a an avant-garde show Facebook fan. Oh. His name is Slider Ninja Feet Freeland. Ninja oh. Feet. <laughs> How did your dog get that name? 
Um, Ninja feet. This one, okay. This is random. This is random. This I know, is... because I was going through and I saw a dog on the couch and then I realized it was Slider. <laughs> you realized it was your own dog on the couch. Yeah, that's I was awesome. like, oh, that's a cool dog. Oh, that's my dog. Um, <laughs> he's Ninja feet because he went in. Okay, so all of our dogs, they're enormous. And so it can be very difficult to cut their toenails. The One of them, the, the middle one is mean and he'll growl and like snap at you and said so, you know we don't do his because he's big and then the big one our biggest dog is like a hundred and something pounds probably like 140 pounds or so and he is wow if you imagine an eight-week-old lab puppy that's like mm. the kind of energy and lack of <laughs> in, control that he has in he's like huge this, body in his huge body he's like this huge 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 retarded puppy and so we can't cut his <laughs> nails because he won't stay still so he had to go in for some um, dental work. They had to, to put him to sleep to do his teeth. Right. And mm-hmm. so, well, not put him to sleep, sorry. Sedate him. <laughs> <laughs> we're dogs, we had to kill him to cut no, his teeth. He no. wouldn't let us cut him. So, we had to so kill they, him. they sedated him. In so while he was sedated, they show clipped his nails, which is where they push the nails out and they hack them off. Like at, It's really, really close. And then they have to um, like cauterize them. And so... It used to be you could hear him. You remember when when uh, I would accidentally like, oh, leave the I mic on and yeah. and the dogs would be coming through and you could hear it and it would go galloping. Yeah, it would be their their nails. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, he when he got his nails show clipped, uh, his feet just made this kind of whisking sound along the floor, and so he could sneak up on you. Because it's just the pads. Because it's just pads. So he didn't used to be able to sneak up on you like you could hear him coming, and now all of a sudden you'd be in the kitchen, you'd turn around, there would be a huge dog in your face, and you had no idea he was coming up because he was all ninja out. So he had so that's why he slider ninja feet Freeland. All right, so I have one more shout out, a real shout out, because I think this is a um, a chick. Cool. Let's shout out to uh, to uh, Amy. I'm going to say Dagger and not Dagger. Oh, cool. Amy Dagger? Let's say Amy Dagger because that's cooler. Because it's cooler. I mean, I'm sure she's cool. I think she'll get get the point. I think, yeah. yeah, I think it's... Ah, you're funny. I think uh, it's probably Dagger, but we're going to go ahead and say Dagger because that's awesome. We're going to go ahead and say that. She plays magic and that's awesome. Hot. Hot. And she's actually pretty cute. You should look her up. She's on our page. Oh, uh-oh. There, there we go. Advice. It's like, hey, all you guys, Amy Dyer, stalker. <laughs> no, only, only we can look up people on our page. Most people can't. Oh, they can't? Oh, that's yeah, right. You can't look up Facebook. Just giving her first name and last name, and then it's like, hey, <laughs> cute. There's a cute girl. You know. You should look her up. And like, <laughs> She looks like she has a boyfriend, though. Oh. Uh, all the good ones, Some guys. Cheek. Oh. Unsummon. Well, then I think you need to pick a new. Uh, uh, I think you <laughs> a new shout out. I, I need to, to find pick, a single. Pick somebody that yeah. our listeners can stalk. <laughs> so hello to Amy Dagger. My, that is a manly neck beard you have. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna nice. go with. Okay, here's one. No, Soccer, no, no, no. Jennifer Jones. There you go. Soccer. There's a ton of them. Okay. Well, hello to all of you, but Jennifer Jones. Shout out to Jennifer Jones. And shout out to Word. Jennifer Jones, who's our listener, and she'll know, whereas the other Jennifer Jones might randomly just start getting stalked, but that's not our yeah. Amy, Amy might be sitting here and all upset that it's like, oh, they, we, I, I didn't get my shout out. They're like, but yeah. no, you're, you're, you should be thankful. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. What yeah, are some other uh, shout out random to Amy and shout Jennifer. Outs? 
Nice. Shout out to Christopher Wright. Really? Who's, yeah, I just figured I would. He's awesome. No, because while, while I open up the page, he just commented and just posted onto our Facebook. So we know him. He's the best. How do you know him anyways? How did you meet Mensa. that guy? Oh, okay. And Chris is actually the reason I got back into magic because when I first started doing him. Mensa stuff and I mm-hmm. realized, like, I, I re-embraced my geekdom because for yeah. years there I was in denial of my geekdom and I was in the cheerleader mode. And so then when I got into the Mensa stuff, I started hanging out with Chris a lot. And then he was like, I used to play magic. And I was like, I used to play magic. And so then we were like, let's go find a place to play magic. And then we were all like, yo, meetup.com. Yo, yo. And then we ended up coming to see you guys. And then there was a lot of cool people there. And then there was Brian. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. You need to go to geek2geek.com. What is that? Oh, it's the dating service for geeks. Indeed it is. Shout out. In my city. Geek to geek. Number two or T.O.? Apparently it's not the number two. (laughs) <laughs> no, it's, well, it's not T.O. either Not T.O. either <laughs> what, what are you making up there, Chris? <laughs> yeah, what are you saying? This, I know it does, because I, I was on it I Doing, oh, It's like, uh, it like dot org It's like a match.com for geeks, right? Yeah yes. GK2GK.com There you go GK2GK.com Yeah, as yeah. in GK, the number 2, GK.com What's that? <laughs> USC major. USC? Yeah, that was more like a USC funny. So there's some pretty. Uh, oh, this one girl reminds oh, me of Debbie a little bit. Goodness. Oh, really? Oh, my God. I just found a someone called geek. Bonnie Blue from Canton, Texas. <laughs> I saw that one. Uh, Young people aren't going to know what that means, that, that name. Won't know the significance. I don't think they want to. They they should probably run away <laughs> screaming. Actually, <laughs> no. She was a great uh, adult uh, star in the seventies or something, wasn't she? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this woman isn't her. Oh, <laughs> this woman is not her. You know, there's a there's a there's a bar up here in Orlando, uh, a Martini Lounge, um, called Monkey Bar, and uh, that place is great. It's, I love it. And their their entire – they have a menu of all the deluxe, huge, delicious uh, martinis, and they're all uh, porn star names. <laughs> but there's a Bunny Blue. The, the John Holmes is the one that I uh, uh, order because it's a Grey Goose uh, dirty martini with uh, blue cheese and the olives. And um, But they're all – and then the Bunny Blue is like um, a blueberry one, and it's got like blue sugar on the top. Delish. So, just so you know. But anyway, um, yeah, so those are some shout-outs. Thank you all for listening, uh, of course. Uh, visit avantcardshow.com, which is going to have a uh, redesign shortly here, as soon as I, uh, I get some, I get a weekend that I'm going to do it. And then uh, it'll have a rollout party. I will tell you all about it, and then you all have to uh, check it out and tell me what you think. Um, check out our Twitter, uh, at avantcard. And our Facebook, and uh, you can go to avantcardshow.com to get uh, links to all those other things, including the download to this and all of our other shows. Uh, hosts at avantcardshow.com is our email address, and we'll get forward to all of us. And uh, did I miss anything? 
Yep. Can we please make it email. stop? Please make the bad man stop. stop. It's Which is eleven o'clock, man. We're yeah. talking right along. <laughs> Usually we torture our listeners for at least another hour. Horde of notions. Horde of notions. Eggnog. 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 I had to try to summarize uh, Kiss Kiss Clap Clap Eggnog Bukaki to my wife. You kiss her twice, you clap your hands, you give her a glass of eggnog, and you invite some friends over. Actually, it's you throw the eggnog in her <laughs> no. face, and as it, as it drips down, that is, that's it. As what you do is you have a couple of friends guy. over, and they all, they all shoot, they all throw their... Uh, yes, eggnog. The eggnog. Yeah. And then, yes. And your wife's and station, the kiss so she's perfect for that. So, why are you making me edit the shit out of this? This is gonna be. This is gonna take me an hour and a half. There, I am fed up with this old brunette bukaki business. I want to see more redhead bukaki. <laughs> there you go. You gotta take a stand. All right, y'all. Um, anything else? Did we miss anything? I think we got it. We got the shout outs. We got uh, the uh, inappropriate humor. We got. Uh... <laughs> oh, we didn't say anything sexist for me to, or did we? Oh, girls are dumb. <laughs> Taken care of. Let's go. All right. <laughs> On that note, thanks for listening, and uh, we love you all, and uh, especially the males. That sex? <laughs> That's sexist enough. There you go. That's just uh, double sexism. We're done. There's, there's nothing wrong with men loving men. I'm just not into there it. You go. Hey, there you go. I'll quote you on that. Uh, Brian, any, any inappropriate uh, last words? What? No, I'm staying out of this. <laughs> All right. I'm I, gotta, I gotta be somewhat respectable here. <laughs> that's that's why I'm not a judge. of a lifetime. <laughs> All right. Love you. Mean it. Bye-bye. Peace. Ciao.